0: fellow adventurers welcome to the min max podcast we want to thank you for joining us and you do so as we continue the extinction curse as always we'd like to invite you to come join our discord where you can hang out with us and other listeners of the show and if you'd like to throw a little financial support our way you can check out our patreon and a shout out to all of those at our big number level and above wolf rock jedi blardimus slump juicy daddy elisa ellie das chris fizzgig jacob moriarty ac goldner dickie lopez carnifex alex k more dine doma el laca dr grinnis forevermore frank l just mike works ross d tree Hunger, darren w gold rhino and indy link and a shout out to new patron this week at the big number level tawdry monster thank you all for your support and now a recap of session 81 we're at Fortunes Hall, a local gambling and entertainment venue. Everything seems a bit off, the whole place is being run by fey creatures called Brugadaches, and all of the patrons seem to be probably charmed and starving to death. From there we jump into combat, and that was it, combat, an hour and 20 minutes of it. As the dust clears, we stand amongst the froggy viscera and decide what to do next.
1: Congratulations! It was a huge fucking combat! (laughs) As soon as you kill the second large frog that's in the theater, all of the people who are standing on stage stop what they're doing. And they start looking at each other in confusion. What's going on? What happened?
2: What are we doing up here? I loot the bodies.
3: The wizard just starts going through the big giant dead frogs.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Who hold
4: nothing I loot the building
3: Moonlight will talk to the people I guess that are like gather them them up and be like these frogs have taken over your minds but you should be safe now return home What, what happened? what are we doing here? who are you? I'm Moonlight with the Circus of Wayward Wonders
1: there are two men who step forward. One is a, a stout, oily-haired human who has a long sword in hand. The other is a suave half-elf that looks very graceful. They both step forward at the same time. And they start talking over top of each other The stout, oily-haired man goes oh, My name is Ginritz Petroy And the suave half-elf goes "Imlander Groost here And they look at each other immediately After they introduce themselves at the same time And just kind of stare daggers at each other for a moment And then turn back to you You're with the circus, right? They both say simultaneously
3: That's what I just said, yes
1: The stout man with the oily hair kind of pushes the half-elf off to the side and goes, ah, you look like you could use a sword swallower for your acts. Yes. And then the half-elf goes back up and no pushes him aside and goes, please, sword swallowing is so last century. You need a skilled dancer in your troop.
0: What's happening right now? These people are insane. They are a little crazy. They just got done, like, being possessed for... God knows how many days. <laughs> and they want to audition. And they want to audition in front of people who are covered in blood and viscera in a room that is filled with the corpses of the people that were enslaving. What? <laughs> I'm
3: so confused. What? What is the name of the town where we were at? Willowside. Willowside. Uh, yes, we could probably use both of you, um, but we're not really in a position to auditions right now
1: they both look to each other and then around at the room and they both look a little abashed for a moment and they look back to each other and the stout man with the, the oily hair and the sword goes no you're right you're right Imlander here he's just too anxious too naive just wants to jump at it no you're right we need to take care of these people and he goes and turns back to some of the actors that are there and starts ushering them backstage and the half elf goes "Kinred, don't don't act like you're so self-important and then he starts corralling people towards back at the backstage and they all look extraordinarily confused but with Ginritz and imlander just squinting at each other there's an obvious rivalry here and they're trying to they're just lovers they're just in love i know it (laughs) so they take everybody into the backstage out of the way here and you're all left alone in the theater However, there is one living Brugadach that's still in the roulette room that Turtle is standing guard by.
3: Time to go interrogate.
1: (laughs) Peach Pie walks over still all monstrousy. With the aid action, you could aid this intimidate check with your scary clown fangs. Could I, though? He doesn't have any intimidate. (laughs) I'm a negative one, bruh. You don't actually have to make the Intimidate check to aid Moonlight in their Intimidate. All you need to do is make a check in a way that aids the Intimidate. So let's talk about scary clown fangs. If you made a crafting check and you succeeded in the aid action, and we're saying that those are inherently intimidating, I would allow you to make a crafting check to aid Moonlight in their Intimidate.
0: Yeah. Well, I can do
1: that then. I can't fail. But you can get a critical success. I do so. So with a critical success, you aid Moonlight. Are you a master in crafting? I am. You give Moonlight a plus three circumstance bonus on their intimidate check as they walk into the room holding the roulette dealer and Peach Pie fills the doorway with his big toothy maw. Hello. <laughs> I, I like it a lot.
3: And how soon is this after we finish off the other guy? as
1: soon as you want it to be. Moments after, rounds, minutes, whatever.
3: I mean, it would be pretty quick because I wouldn't want Turtle to have to guard it, this guy for too long. Don't want him to get away or anything. Or get eaten. or Or have him try to get out and Turtle eat him.
1: <laughs> I would say maybe eight rounds because you're still going to be technically making will saves every round to not sob uncontrollably. And that's maybe not terribly intimidating. True. I don't know. I would be, as somebody with, like, <laughs> Just, I like would be very out. intimidated by that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to have to do this, but you've left me no choice.
3: <laughs> I think 39's good enough. It is a success, but not a critical success. <laughs> yeah, so Moonlight, like, still, like, wreathed in shadow, steps into the room. That was none too pleasant what you guys were doing here. Why were you doing this? Uh,
4: Why? 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 We were summoned here. By who? Humans.
3: What humans?
4: Doesn't matter. They're dead now.
3: You guys killed them?
4: Yes.
3: How were you summoned?
4: With a ritual. From the First World they summoned all of you they opened the portal we spilled through
3: where did this ritual happen
4: Uh, upstairs in the second story
3: why shouldn't we kill you
4: Uh, 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 please don't kill me can you return home uh, no, no, no we can't. Somebody would need to reopen the portal.
0: What will happen to the young ones that we saw in the pond
4: outside? Uh, will you let us take them with us?
3: Who else is here?
4: Ah uh, more. Where? Ah. Uh, I-I don't know. I haven't left the roulette room in hours. You're all in this building, though? Yes. You
3: haven't gone anywhere
4: else? No. We like our new home.
3: Yeah, I'm pretty sure these guys are evil. Moonlight would kill him. If you want to play that out, we can play that out. Kill him <laughs> however you
1: want. He's got 19 hit points left, and it's, it's cowering, defenseless,
3: I think I'd want to do like a chill touch, like a reach till touch, and just like have that shadow reach out and just kill him.
4: And it falls over dead.
3: We must find the others. Moonlight, what of the juveniles outside? Leaving them defenseless doesn't seem quite right.
5: Guess we gotta kill them too. I say,
3: like, is this Bernard saying this? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Not quite his jovial self there. <laughs> Well, you know, we just... <laughs> I'm not suggesting this become another
0: goblin situation where we adopt them.
3: Yeah, no, I, I...
0: But we could bring them to the circus. No. They've got a lot of illusion magic. It could be interesting. I don't know how to raise a bogaditch. We're not gonna. We'll give them to the circus. The sur- They're cute,
3: probably, maybe. Have you seen the pictures? Do you, you, do you, you the remember? Do you remember thing? the pictures oh, of not the cute. rows of like sharp teeth? They're not yeah, they, cute. They ain't cute at all.
0: <laughs> That's mildly cute. The eyes are kind of adorable, but it's I like <laughs> half cute, half terrifying. Well, I don't want to deal with the ethics of what we do with monster babies right
3: now. <laughs> uh, they must go also. Yeah. All right then. They are monsters, I suppose. Given the chance, I'm sure they would eat you if they could Well, so would many things That doesn't make them evil So you think we should just leave them around and find out? No, I trust
0: your judgment, Moonlight I think you're probably right It just feels a little
3: wrong But sometimes we have to make those hard decisions as heroes, don't we? Sometimes, yes That's all Moonlight would kill those things, too. (laughs) (laughs) If that guy says there are more in this building, Moonlight's hunting them down, because who knows what they're gonna do to the people that are... Yeah, we gotta clear this thing out. And then we could make
0: Fortune's Hall ours. I think that'd be tons of fun, is it could be like a separate business project. We could set it up for all the people that maybe enjoy being a part of the circus, but maybe don't like the traveling aspect so much. Or that we've just kind of lost use of. Or are too low level to bother being with <laughs> yeah, us. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that are too low level. And then they've got a stage. The magician can have a show every Thursday night or whatever. Can stop being a bitch. Wow, what um, happened to the... Is, con- is what she happened? even still there? Do we still have more dying? I think she left. What happened to this place's people? I think these motherfuckers killed everyone. Oh, okay.
3: Well, the people that summoned them are dead, so I have to assume whoever was here before that either is dead or sold it to them the people that summoned them i killed the owners i can take it over right (laughs) (laughs) that's how that that works i (laughs) killed the murderers who killed
0: the owners. there's a very distinct difference
3: there i mean yeah we just start going room by room yeah pretty much back into
1: like uh, clear mode (laughs) Temple of Arden style I am not going to force you guys to fight every single one of the Brugadaches that are in the gambling rooms one at a time (laughs) yeah there's one in each room so I'm going to tell you in the oh my god the gambling area (laughs) there are separate rooms where there's like there's a couple of card you know tables of blackjack uh, some poker going on you know those types of card games as you enter much like before each room is filled with people, and one Brugadach. They're all emaciated and eating eating this like extravagant food that's here and drinking.
3: So their stuff did not go away when the two big ones died. The food. Yeah, we haven't disbelieved all these illusions yet. I like, do we have to kill like each Brugadach in each room to clear that room's effects or whatever. Uh, yes. Ah, right, well, we do that. We just let Turtle go hog wild. I would assume Jeb and Peach Pie just bar the exit and (laughs) slaughter them.
1: Pretty much. Just smack slice, smack slice. I don't think
5: Jeb would do that, but they kind of fucked with his brain for a little bit, so I think maybe he'd be all right. The fun never (laughs) ends. (laughs) It's ending now, fuckers.
3: (laughs) At least at Moonlight, in order to release these people from the spell, that Brugadash has to die. Yeah, that's fair. So, Q,
1: uh... Like, I wish we could put, like, a, a hardcore punk track... just kicking in the door. The people who are sitting around the tables will stand up, chairs scraping the floor as they do. After you kill each Brugadach, they just stand there against the wall, wide-eyed, covered in spatters of blood.
3: And then Moonlight tells them to go to the center room with all the other people.
1: And with absolute no hesitation, they scramble to exit the room to follow Moonlight's orders. So the gambling rooms have been cleared. There's a hallway in the foyer that you haven't gone down yet. In the gambling halls, there's also an area that looks like it leads outside to a patio of some kind, if you were to go check that out. And there's the other half of Fortune's Hall on the ground floor that you've yet to explore. So where would you like to go first?
3: I mean, I guess we're already in here in the main stage area. I'd go in the back, make sure that that area is clear.
1: So the backstage storage area is where everybody has gone. Gadarin comes in and, you know, gets back to the theater area. Like he walks through here with new eyes, kind of realizing a little bit about what's going on and seeing the carnage all over Fortune's Hall, Who, where he, you know, hours ago was enjoying very, very much. He was having a great time here, but now looking back on it, he has this pit in his stomach, and he goes backstage to where Moonlight is as they enter in with all of these people, and he says, oh, M-
3: Moonlight, what yes, happened? Skidarin? The Brugadach took over your mind, all of these people's minds. You would have played casino games until you died. Would we have died? Based on how emaciated most of these people look, I assume eventually... Yes.
1: I wonder if people already have been
3: dying. It's possible. Is your brother among these people? And Moonlight will look around. He shakes his head. No, I do not see him. Well, there's more to go. Perhaps he's still here somewhere. We will continue to look.
1: Do we stay back here, or do we go outside and wait?
3: I would stay here, till it's safe. Okay. Did all like the food disappear, or is the food like still sitting around?
1: All the food, none of it's disappeared.
3: Moonlight uh, also be like, don't eat any of the food. I him to eat the stuff,
5: it was delicious. The fun never ends. Will there really be any chanted stuff on it anymore?
3: Not really willing to take that chance.
5: <laughs> I eat another one! Shit <laughs> was good the first time I had one.
3: Give me a well save. Aw oh, oh, damn
5: it. What am I gonna do? Play poker by myself?
1: 32 You're unaffected by the food But you don't see through the illusion He gets a critical success on that Oh, that's right Because it's a will save Yeah. You see through the illusion Of the deceitful feast And you realize That none of this food is nourishing In any way In fact, it might not fully exist You can still handle it and eat it But as soon as you You know, do it, what, it disappears. It doesn't go anywhere. It doesn't become anything.
5: I tell everyone it's fine. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <No>. <laughs> and Jeb's evil. <laughs> the food is obviously fake. And you think that eating the food actually makes you more vulnerable to the Brugadach's magic.
3: Well, we keep going.
1: There is a door in the backstage storage area that leads you to the dressing room. Both doors in the room are marked with performers only. That there's couches, a vanity. This place is totally ransacked, though. All of the cupboards have been opened, things pulled out, uh, smashed on the floor. There's nothing of value in here.
3: Okay, step out the door to the south. It's
1: dark out here, but it's in a hallway that has a curtain on the other side. You think that this is probably, like, the transition area to keep people out of the backstage There's a door that leads outside, and another door in front of you, aside from the curtain.
3: Uh, go through the door that is inside.
1: This large kitchen is well-stocked, but looks all but abandoned. An unpleasant smell of rotted food lingers in the air.
3: I suppose they've been using fake, fave food bullshit, so they haven't actually done anything with the real food. Mm. And now it's all worthless and rotted. Move through the kitchen. I'm assuming everybody's coming with, and if the spell yes. slam notices anything.
1: Yeah, I'm kind of using you as a party marker right now. Yeah.
3: Go through these other, through the other side of this room. Looks like there's a couple doors to the south. Check those rooms out. Okay.
1: Uh, yeah, just on the other side of the kitchen across the uh, short hallway, you find two restrooms. If you go into the restrooms and you look, They're elegant looking. They have like marble floors, gold counters. It's a very luxurious bathroom. That kind of place. You notice on closer inspection that the marble floors and the gold counters are just inexpensive fakes. You can actually see little chips on the gold counter that reveal the plaster underneath and the layer of gold paint. And the marble floors are peeling in the corners. Obviously, some sort of sticker just over a stone floor. Eh, yeah, does the job. It makes it look really nice in here. As long as you don't look too close.
3: Okay. I guess we head outside.
1: Now, there are three exits to get outside there's the exit next to the backstage area, there's the exit next to the gambling rooms, and then there's the exit at the front. Which one do you go out?
3: Uh, by the backstage area. That. Probably the closest to me at this point, back through the curtain. Outside you see a handful of
1: things. First you notice that there are outbuildings scattered across the backyard here, as well as a torch illuminating their doors in front of each one. There's also a staircase on the outside here leading up to what looks like a door on the second story.
3: I think we would clear I'd clear the outbuildings first before going upstairs the outbuildings. They're not far away, so...
1: Yeah, they are really close. There are five outbuildings here, and if you open the door to each of them, there are actually five small cabins that are arranged behind Fortune's Hall. There's a single door and a small window on each. There's a few willow trees in between the cabins to provide them some shade, but as you walk in, these are obviously bunkhouses. In three of the five bunkhouses, you find employees who are sleeping.
3: Sleeping. Mm-hmm. Um, employees of whom? I nudge the first one.
5: This is our place now. Get out!
3: <laughs> <laughs> oh, whoa, whoa! What's, uh Who are you? I mean, does he look healthy and normal?
1: When he sits up in bed, he is obviously emaciated, exhausted, tired. He looks much like the other employees and
3: patrons. I'm Moonlight. Do you remember how long you've been here?
1: At Fortune's Hall? I've been here for a few years.
3: Well, since the frog people took over. Oh, uh, new management, right? Yeah, um, I don't know, maybe maybe a few weeks? It's hard to remember. Does it look like he's been, like, sleeping this whole time, or they actually let the employees go sleep? If you were to ask him, he would tell you that, yes,
1: he worked his normal shifts under new management, So, like, in this case, he's just sleeping in between shifts.
3: Huh. So they really were charmed.
1: I think the wizard, if, uh, you know, spell slime would be in the area, not even with the spell slime, if you were to, you know, do and identify magic, then you would be able to determine that, yes, these people had, in fact, been charmed.
3: And they all kind of seem the same. Absolutely. So I think we get all the way around to the west side of the building to that kind of patio type thing? Is there anything out there? You can't see into
1: it. It's a garden terrace that's surrounded by a wrought iron fence covered in creeping vines. As you approach, give me a secret stealth check. Anybody who's here, give me a secret stealth check.
0: This isn't going to go well. I mean, no, it's not. I wouldn't even be trying to be stealthy. I wouldn't know to be stealthy.
1: No, right. This is just how you know how quiet you're naturally walking. Really, I need to figure out if something sees you. That's all. Peach Pie, you're not quiet. Clearly, though, Moonlight is the one who's kind of walking around and leading uh, the exploration of the grounds. Moonlight, as you approach, you see through in between the bars of the the wrought iron fence and the vegetation that surrounds it and you know, is wrapping around it. You see two children. And they're just kind of sitting around next to each other, talking in low, hushed voices. When Peach Pie comes flopping up behind you, they look your direction, and they both stand up. One of them has, like, a golden ball, like a leather ball, painted gold. And they both run from where they're standing to behind some potted plants over here. And they start whispering to each other and giggling. Hmm. Like, insert creepy child giggle. Ha ha ha!
3: <laughs> uh, say perception check to see if they're really children?
1: <laughs> yeah, g- yeah. go ahead, do
3: that. Uh, not very perceptive. 23.
1: It's hard to tell. Uh, between the wrought iron fence, uh, you would have to actually, like, climb over the fence, or you see clearly that the door over by the gambling rooms is the one that leads out to this garden terrace. There's a pile of broken furniture that you see in the middle. But aside from that, short of climbing over this, it's difficult to say.
3: Yeah, Moonlight ain't climbing shit. <laughs> Moonlight'll go around.
1: So you go through that door on the exterior to be outside here?
3: Yeah. Moonlight'll tell everybody, let's get in there. What about Jeb? What's Jeb doing?
5: Peacefully taking care of the tadpoles
3: <laughs> that Moonlight already killed. Oh, okay.
5: you already killed them? <laughs> <you>. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm burying him.
0: I just follow Moonlight.
5: Okay, I'm just chilling out front with my cat. I don't have an interest in checking out this place.
1: So Jeb's standing outside. Moonlight, Peach Pie, and the wizard exit onto the garden terrace from the interior door from the, the hall so you don't have to climb over the fence. Moonlight, Peach Pie, and wizard, go ahead and give me perception checks as you exit out
3: onto the garden terrace. Sure you want to be out there, wizard, that far out? Got another three on my perception check. Twenty-three.
0: Thirty-six. I guess we didn't take time to heal up, did we?
3: Oh, God, no. (laughs) This is going to go well.
1: Moonlight, you step out onto the terrace, and you see that the two children have rearranged themselves to hide behind two of the potted plants around the edges near the wrought iron fence. They're hiding from you poorly. As you step out further to make room for Peach Pie you actually trip over taut wires that are hidden in the grass and the pile of furniture, broken wood, chairs, things like that explodes outward in a spray of wooden shrapnel. Awesome. I'm going to need initiative from everyone. Not even with you guys, am I? Yeah, but you hear the explosion, I'm I would, sure. I would mean, imagine you hear the <laughs> explosion, yes. Well, we'll see. I <laughs> roll a one here. Twenty-six is fine. It's not that hard. It's a, it's an explosion of like wooden splinters and and shit like that. No more than a hundred feet from where you're sitting right now. So first, we're going to resolve the trap going off. Moonlight, give me a reflex save.
3: Thirty-five. A thirty-five is a success. So you are going. So to said, she said fail. I'm just like, nope. Turn around. <laughs> I'm out of here. <laughs>
1: This is a basic reflex save, so you still are going to take half of 6d10 plus 27. Plus 27? So 61 gets halved down to 30.
3: Plus 27? Dear God. Ow. Ow, indeed. I almost am as low as Peach Pie now.
1: As soon as the furniture explodes towards the door, like you, there's this clatter of wood hitting the side of Fortune's Hall as all of this just digs into and slashes across Moonlight as they step out to make room for Peach
3: Pie. Fucking Fae. This is going to scar Moonlight. They're going to kill any Fae they see after this. <laughs>
1: <laughs> At the top of round one... The small child uses his first action to change shape. One of his eyes turns red, and his teeth get sharp, and he grows long claws, and he and with his second action, pulls out a hand
3: crossbow,
1: and with his third action, shoots it at
3: Moonlight. Here comes a crit because uh, I don't do well against crossbows. Specifically, dear God, he hits me with a three, a thirty-one. <laughs> I'm running away, guys. I'm out of here. <laughs> Moonlight, you're going to take
1: seventeen points of piercing damage. Yep, I am. And that takes us over to Peach Pie. Yeah. Okay. This is uh, this is not so great. Now, Jeb, you're outside the fence still. Should have short, right? You'll still have to climb it with an action, but yes.
5: The cat have to climb it? Cats don't climb. Cats climb extremely well. Cats pounce and leap. I'm wondering, would she need to use... This? Could she stride, or would it have to be... It would be a leap action.
1: How tall is this? Like, four feet tall. She's, like, six feet tall. I get that.
3: But
1: it's still <laughs> a leap action. Have her roll a bitchin' athletics check, and then you can just have her land wherever the hell you want. I mean, my issue is... I want pounce and pounce's stride attack. <laughs> Not
0: oh, beach pie. I might need to do something a little unusual because I'm low on health. I mean, they didn't really hit all that hard. Your healer's going pretty soon. Yeah, we'll rage, which will at least give me some temp HP. Sudden
1: charge, and we'll smack a bitch. Here goes nothing. This is very reckless. During your charge, the 15 feet around it, the rocks and the ground ripple, and there's roots that are tangling, and it turns into difficult terrain as you enter the 15-foot aura around this creature. Ah. Because you entered this, you're going to need to make a reflex save.
0: I would assume if I succeed the reflex save, it's not difficult terrain? That's not going to happen, though. I get a 26.
1: Among other things. So with a 26, you fail. You're going to take... 2d, 10 points of bludgeoning damage, which is 12, 12 bludgeoning damage, as the ground smacks at Peachfy's feet. Twists my ankle? Twists your ankle, there you go, that's a good one. And you are also now flat-footed until the start of your next turn.
0: Okay.
5: But it doesn't impede his charge?
0: No, it should, I would assume. But I can move two movements, so it's not going to yeah. stop he me moved, from getting up You only really moved 30 feet. I only moved 30. 60. Yeah, so... I will still be able to smack him, which I'll do. And we'll get a 37 to hit. A 37 hits. And we'll deal him 40 damage. 40 damage. He takes that. And
1: I'm done. And that's going to take us over to the other small child who is also going to, as the other, use their first action to change shape, their second action to pull out a hand crossbow, and their third action to this time shoot at peach pie. 38 to hit. That will hit. Peach Pie, you will take 18 points of piercing and poison damage. And because that small phase shifted within 15 feet of Jebediah, Jebediah, that 15 feet around it, there's an emanation that everything is difficult terrain.
5: I'm standing in difficult terrain.
1: Correct. Then
5: afterwards, Jeb, it's your turn. Well, I will do a ranged 2 cast heal on the Wiz. I'm just kidding. Haha. Oh sounds (laughs) (laughs) good. And it'll be a big boy, level six. (laughs) For sixty-nine. I love it, thank you. And Jeb will just stay behind the fence. Turtle jump over with one action and she will pounce with another
1: action. So pounce is one action, two stride and strike. Strike. Yep. Nice. Is she affected by this rumbling? I'll probably do two cause. Uh, yeah, she will need to give a reflex save. 24. Oof. A 24 fails. Give me that bludgeoning damage. So Turtle will take six points of bludgeoning damage and is flat-footed until the start of its next turn, the creature's next turn. Miss! It's a 26.
5: That's all I got. And
2: then after Jeb, Wizard, you're up. Uh, the Wiz will... He's still back in like the hallway, he's not actually outside, so he's going to use his first action to come outside, see what the fuck's going on out here, um, and as soon as he steps outside and sees them, I'm going to use two actions to a recall uh, recall knowledge on him. It's going to be nature. Yeah, fey, makes sense. Uh, 37.
1: 37 is a success. These small creatures are called Gimmerlings.
3: Doesn't sound familiar. Yeah, that is doesn't sound familiar.
1: Their shape shifting phase, they're sadistic, they have endless hug- hunger and uh, childish greed. They obsess over finding and making unusual traps, and uh, their favorite amusement is seeing these traps sprung to ambush a victim. You get two pieces of information. What would you like?
2: Weaknesses and weakest saves. It is weak to cold iron. Normal fade bullshit, okay. Its weakest save is its will
1: save. Sense. Moonlight's intrigued.
3: Good to
5: know.
1: <laughs> that would bring us to Moonlight. It's your turn. I'm
3: guessing the wizard says, hey, weakest save is Will. First, I'm going to glare at Gimrilling number two for an intimidation. Not a good start to my rolls tonight. A three and a four. So I'm going to assume a 29 fails. Well, maybe not. Because you said that Will was as weak as save. Is a success. Haha. He has frightened one. And then I need a will save for a level five phantasmal killer. Fun. It gets a 25. That is a regular failure. You will take 10d6 mental damage, which is going to be 37, and that will make him Frightened 2 instead of Frightened 1. Okay, that is my turn.
1: After moonlight, that's going to take us back to the top of round 2. These two creatures are sitting back with their hand crossbows in one hand. They've had the bolts been shot. They still have their claws. So the first thing it's going to do is it's going to slash at Peach Pie with a claw. and gets a 33 to hit. Yes. Because you are flat-footed, it's going to get an extra 2d6 points of damage.
0: Wait, hold on. God damn it, he actually did hit me with a weapon. I finally got hit with a weapon and I didn't even realize it. But now we're back to claws. <laughs> I'm taking my HP back with that goddamn crossbow though. I know it wasn't much, but I'm doing it.
3: <laughs> Where was that goddamn
1: hit? <laughs> and twenty-two points of slashing damage from the claw. Okay. With its second and third action, it's going to use something called disarm. It's gonna get that because it hit you with the claw. He actually claws the big top stake driver out of your hands and it clatters to the ground next to you. Okay. That's its turn. Peach Pie, I believe you're no longer flat footed. Excellent. However, your big top stake driver is on the ground.
0: Well, after spending one action, it is back in my hands. And now I use it to kill him. Is this ground still rough terrain, difficult terrain? It is, yes. Okay. Aw, I only get a 28 to hit, which is going to miss. I'm not going to use my hero point. Not yet. Oh, fuck it. I'm going to spend my third action to get behind him into flanking
1: with Turtle. Should have done that as my second action, but I've changed my mind. This is what I'm doing. After Peach Pie, it is the Gimmerling that is being attacked by Turtle. They are going to use one action to reload the crossbow use its second action to claw at Turtle with a 34 to hit. You hit me. Then that claw is going to deal Turtle 14 points of slashing damage. Now Turtle failed the check from before so she'll take an additional 9 points of precision damage from sneak attack. Then with its third action we'll shoot Peach Pie with his hand crossbow. <gasps> a weapon! And get a nat 20 on the die. A weapon! No <laughs> <A> weapon! <laughs> Beach pie is going to take 20... Oh, I've rolled like garbage. Oh, that is garbage. <laughs> that is
3: absolute, crap. Come on, 6d6 plus 6? Yeah, that's garbage. <laughs> At least the math is easy. No, 8. 8d6. Eight 8d6
1: plus 6 came out to 25. And I resist 7 of it. <laughs> <laughs> that's going to take us over to Jebediah. It's your turn.
5: The cleric of the party. Let's go. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm good, bro. These guys don't hit for shit. Once, again, yeah, but you're still down. <laughs> yeah, i was still down. Too much HP. Sixty-six.
5: You're with so a nice. Level five heal, and I'll give my remaining turns to the kitty. And she has flanking, so we'll tempt a strike on Gremlin too. Wow. wow. Tempt another attack. Yeah, Jeff gets the rolls, not Turtle. Actually, Coral gets the rolls, no else.
1: Alright. Meow! That's all I got. Turtle bites and claws and can't get the little dodgy guy. That'll take us over to the wizard.
2: It's your turn. All right. I will use my first action to walk up. What is the wizard doing? Right next to number two.
0: I have never seen these actions from the wizard
3: before. <laughs> He's melee. He's using a cone. <laughs>
1: As you approach, you're going to need to give me a reflex save. Cool, Tyler.
2: Thanks. <laughs> what happened?
1: That one.
0: Well. Do we, I hero point that? You could. But I do also really like the idea of the wizard trying to get into melee and then like tripping and falling and just not
2: being able to do it. It's pretty funny.
3: Not if he loses an action or something and has True. to doesn't get to cast the spell.
2: I was gonna say, there's a point to me coming up here, and it kind of requires two actions. I mean, if this shit just knocks me down, it's not a huge deal. I don't know if it does anything worse, though. Have you? Has, it, has anybody else critically failed yet? No. no. You're a fragile little wizard. Don't do it. No, <laughs> fuck it. Let's see what happens. Oh, jeez. What happens, Tyler? I critically fail. that one. You
1: die. On a critical failure, you're going to take the bludgeoning damage, does it double? Was that a basic save or no? It is not a basic save, and it does not double. Okay. However, you get tripped up and are knocked prone. That's it? I don't, I don't lose any actions or anything? Well, you are knocked prone as you enter the 15-foot aura, which means you were knocked prone more like here before you got into range. Wonderful.
2: Uh, that does completely fuck what I was going to do then.
5: I told you you are a fragile little wizard.
2: I guess second action, I will stand up. Third action, I'm just going to um, move to where I was planning to move. Wizard gets in melee range, and it is
1: Moonlight's turn.
3: Uh, well, I'm going to keep focusing, I think, on number two there. I need another will save from him.
1: It gets a 35.
3: Uh, well, that's a success. So he continues to be Frightened 1. and only takes 46 mental, or 12 damage. Right. And third action, I need to I need to get a little bit closer for the other spells I want to use. So I mean, I will try to get closer to him. Then I give you that reflex save?
1: Yes, you do. Thirty-two. A thirty-two is a success. So instead of taking any bludgeoning damage or anything, you're just flat-footed until the start of its next turn.
3: And that's my turn. And that's all my fifth-level spells.
1: All right. Well, that's going to take us over to the Gimmerling that is getting beat on right now. They're going to use their first action to move stride, I should say, which has the move trait. Uh,
0: I will take my attack of opportunity and smack a bitch for 42 and not crit.
1: Jesus. That is correct, but that does hit. We'll deal him 35 damage. All right, he takes the hit. With his second action, he's going to start gnawing on your thigh with a 35 to hit. It's not tasty. You take 29 points of piercing damage and poison damage as it bites into your shank. Cool. Then with its last action, it will make a claw attack. Hey, look at that, a miss. Then peach pie. It's your turn. Well, let's just try and kill this motherfucker. Smackety smack smack. That's going to be a crit. That's crit. That's crit. Nat 20. See if you could actually do it. 76 damage. 76 does not kill him, but you smack him against his head real good. And there's an audible crack. Well, we'll swing again.
0: Hey, rolled well. Got a 36 to hit. 36 hits. Take him out. Let's hope so. Thirty-four damage. He's hanging. Are you kidding Ugh. me? He's You're hanging on by me? a thread.
1: What a bitch! These things are tough little assholes.
0: Oh, we're gonna just move here. Don't you dare go after my friend Wizard. Is what I say to this guy non-verbally <laughs> by stepping in front of
1: the wizard. Done. So, so is that with your third action then? That was my third action. Then that takes us over to the other Gimmerling. This one actually is going to run away. He should run away. It's not going to do that.
3: You mean the completely uninjured
1: one? Yeah, but his friend's almost dead. See, you messed up the, the flank they were trying to set up.
3: Oh no! oh, no! I mean, it can easily still flank.
1: It can, but it puts itself in a weird situation.
0: Yeah, namely having to get a deck of opportunity again because it's been my turn.
1: Yeah, I think it's just going to run forward. It's going to use its first action to... Well, free action, it's going to drop its hand crossbow. And with its first action, it's going to stride towards Peach Pie, just right at him, not getting into flanking. And will also bite at his other leg and get a 42 to hit. Well, that is a crit. And that's going to deal Peach Pie 63 points Goodness. of piercing and poison damage.
3: At least i deal more damage than them. That was a lot better than the 25, the last one.
1: Yeah, that was a lot Holy better. Holy shit. <laughs> And with its third action, it will claw at you as well, Peach Pie. Oh, guess a net one. <laughs> That's its turn. Peach Pie has, like, one on each leg right now, just gnawing at him and eating him. These stupid little motherfuckers. <laughs> Jebediah, it's your turn.
5: Turtle will continue to try to catch these little flies. And she'll move into flanking with a pounce attack. Number one this time. Hell yeah. Jeez, you just can't roll for her. (laughs) Poor Turtle. This is why she hangs back, guys.
1: (laughs) (laughs) You just rolled bad.
5: There's a a one.
1: Jeez. Oh god, I really hate to do this, but I'm gonna do it. One of the other triggers for the trip up reaction that it's been doing is when a creature critically fails a melee attack to hit the gimmerling. Reflex again? So that's gonna be a reflex save from Turtle. 35. That's a success. So turtle's just flat-footed. That's upsetting. What'd you you do there, (laughs) Jeb? I
5: heard the Wiz say something about cold damage, so I attempted an impaling strike. It critically succeeded. Cold iron.
3: What? What did I say? You said cold cold damage. Cold iron is
5: a specific type of material. Well, that's what I meant to say, because that's what the spell is. Oh, the
3: the impaling spike does cold Iron. iron damage? Yeah. But then it critically succeeded? Jesus. So that's
1: all I got dodges out of the way of the stone spike coming out of the ground underneath its feet that leads us over to the wizard it's your turn
2: uh the whiz will step five feet north and fire off a color spray for his second and third actions which will hit both of them but also get peach pie in it sorry peach pie that's fine
1: The Gimberling that hasn't really taken much damage gets a failure, and the one that's been getting beat on got a critical failure with a 21.
2: I succeed with a 35. This was a 6th level Color Spray too, so if they're not... Wait, is it Fortitude? No, it's Will. Oh, never mind. So if they're not 13 or higher, the incapacitation doesn't matter. All right, because they are 12 level creatures, they get the full effect. So the failure, stunned one, blinded for one round, and dazzled for one minute. The critical failure, stunned for one round. I'm sorry, the failure was stunned one, blinded for one round, dazzled for one minute. I don't know what I said. I'm high. Uh, the, The critical failure, the creature is stunned for one round and blinded for one minute.
0: That's good. That way he won't be able to deal me damage before I get the chance to kill him. Or maybe Moonlight will kill him.
2: Peach Pie, you are dazzled for one round. Done. And the wizard pops off Color Spray, highly successful hitting the enemies.
1: Peach Bite did not too bad himself. That takes us over to Moonlight. It's your turn.
3: I don't know, you guys have really changed what's going on here. Alright, well I think I'm just going to do a level 6 Phantasmal Killer on Glimmeraling 1. Need a will save.
1: It gets a 30.
3: Ooh, that is a failure. Gonna be Frightened 2 and take 12d6 Mental Damage. Right, so, some really shitty damage with 30 damage on 12d6. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5 1s, 3 2s. Oof. Uh, and there goes my 6th level spells. So, 3rd action shield. I'm done.
1: Then, at the top of round 4 now, that Gimmerling loses its whole turn because it was stunned for one round. Which takes us over to Peach Pie. Yay!
0: I kill it. I get a 35 to hit. I don't know what happened. Oh. You're
3: dazzled. Oh, my, oh my dazzled. God. You're <laughs> dazzled.
0: <laughs> I roll a one and
1: miss. Oh, no. Because, uh, because Peach High is a little dazzled from the, from the color spray. Misses on that swing.
0: I think this is the first time Wizard has hit me with it. I'm probably not used to it yet. So we'll try again and get a 30 and miss. And we'll just go for broke. And we'll get a 30 and miss.
1: Well, that's gonna take us over to the other Gimmerling. It loses its first action to the stun condition, and then it's gonna shake its head a little bit and snap out of it and realize that, oh yeah, that's right, om nom nom. Realize it's blind? It's still gonna to try to hit. It, I mean, it's it's right there it's been chewing on Peach Pie's leg. It's still gonna have the miss chance, so it's gonna get a 40 to hit Peach Pie. So it gets a 14 on the d20
3: roll. Hey Peach Pie, why isn't that a critical on you?
1: Because oh. <laughs> he's frightened
3: too, fuckers He's frightened too
1: I mean, that makes a big difference Peach Pie doesn't take the critical hit damage from the bite Which has been devastating Yeah, that bite is nasty Peach Pie ha, has what? I, I don't think I've seen you this low on hit points in a long time
0: Yeah, it doesn't happen very often I've just got so many But unfortunately I came into this pretty low Although Jeb has thrown many heal Well, two big heals on
1: me it, with its third action, it is going to claw at Peach Pie. Got a 34 to hit. That will hit. However, it gets a 4 on the DC for the mischance. Excellent.
2: Color spray
1: for the win. Yay! <laughs> All right, Jebediah.
5: Cat things. She will attack and get a hit one of these times, eh? 36.
1: 36
5: hits. 21 damage and we'll attack again and miss Peach Pie stop dying I would love to 53 thanks heal and I'll be done I'm just playing that Jev is afraid that he can't make it over this fence (laughs) (laughs) uh, guys I'm just gonna hang out over here
3: (laughs) you guys are doing a good job (laughs) keep it up Good, good job All right, that's
2: going to take us over to the wizard. It's your turn. Uh, The wizard no longer likes being this close to the enemies, even if they're blinded or dazzled. So his first action is going to be to move 10 feet back further away. And then second and third actions, he's starting to run low on spells. So he's going to throw an electric arc at them.
3: Magic missile this fucker or something. Just take him down.
1: Good old electric arc. They roll a 31 and a 27 respectively, so a
2: success and a failure. Uh, 23 damage on the 64 plus 5.
3: That one literally had one hit point left.
1: Cantrips! Yay! Well, the one that was completely stunned by the color spray dies, detaches itself from Peach Pie's thigh, and falls to the ground, a smoldering heap. And the other one takes 11, half of that then that's
3: going to take us over to Moonlight. It's your turn. Well, we're going to give something a try. I haven't tried in a while, because I'm getting really low on spells. I'm just going to cast Darkness. See if this thing doesn't have uh, Dark Vision. Oh. 20-foot Burst of Darkness. Because I know we all have Dark Vision from the Resonant Reflection, so... That's true. That is correct. Does Turtle have a Resonant Reflection? Hell yeah. She does. (laughs) (laughs) Aw. Yeah, so 20 feet of darkness. That's three actions, which is why I, like, never cast it. It's only a second level darkness. So if it has dark vision, it can see fine. It has low light vision. Oh, it doesn't help in darkness.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah, you have a third action. No, no that's three, that actions. Was three actions. Oh, did I miss the move or something? Or no, no, darkness wait, is reactions. three actions. Oh, it is? Yep. yep. I guess I didn't realize that. Then Peach Pie. With
0: flanking, I will smack a bitch. Well, that should be a hit. It's a critical hit, in fact. And I roll a 19 on my Dazzled. Am I still Dazzled? Be, I shouldn't be you Dazzled. shouldn't
3: be Dazzled anymore.
1: <sighs> I crit him for 71. It's a big hit that puts him into the bloodied category. Doesn't
2: your mole have a critical
1: effect? It does. He gets knocked down. Oh, you knock him prone. Yay.
0: He's even more flat-footed. He's flat-backed, and I attack again.
3: So, was that a critical because of flat-footed being... Yeah, because a 41 was not a critical previously. So, flat-footed and frightened made flat-footed that a critical. frightened together, yeah. Those things stacked? Yeah. Flat-footed is a circumstance, and frightened is a status.
0: Then uh, I missed with my second attack, and I have... Absolutely nothing else to do with my third action because I battle medicine myself last last session and I'm certain it hasn't been an hour since then. So, um we'll just attack again. Although i like battle battled medicines myself. But here we go. Third attack. Maybe I can roll a twenty. Nope. I'm done.
1: Good God.
0: <laughs> so
1: many status effects. So many status effects. It is going to use its uh first action to stand up, which I know... Provokes
0: some check of opportunity.
1: That is correct. Turtle gets one, too. I no, know, I guess Turtle wouldn't.
0: No,
3: it's only Tur- one gets it. In. Yeah, that's really yeah that's Does she get
5: all it. my feats? She casts Chain Lightning.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that's a feat. It is today. Aw, oh, I only get a 30 to hit. I miss. Then with its second action, it's gonna make another jaw attack on Peach Pie. So
3: is it technically blinded right now?
1: It is. And it's just, it knows which square Peach Pie is in. Peach Pie hasn't moved. So that would mean that it, it hits with a 34, but because it only gets an 8 for the mischance, it misses from the Blindness and Moonlight's Darkness spell. I think I'm going to go ahead and call Moonlight MVP on this fight.
3: I'm going to call that bullshit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Spencer's heals. <laughs> yeah, I think Jeb's saving the it shit be out of down me. down like 300 damage. Yeah. Peach, Peach Pie would have been
0: down a long time ago. Yeah, a long time ago.
1: I'm just kidding. This is a team. <laughs> We're all co MVP. Then, with its uh, third action, it's going to make a claw attack on Peach Pie with a 27. That'll miss. Then that takes us over to Jebediah. It's your turn. Cat attack. Get it,
5: turtle? Let's see what happens. No, turtle.
1: No. Jesus Christ. Oh, she's here. Because Turtle's second attack was a critical failure, it uses its reaction to force Turtle to make a reflex save.
3: Can't even see that it's a critical failure, though. I mean if it doesn't have a visual trait, it doesn't I don't think it matters. Thirty it doesn't have the visual trait. No, yeah, it doesn't matter at all.
1: A thirty is a failure. Bitch. Turtle will take not turtle. Five points of bludgeoning damage, and is flat-footed for a round. I hit him with Impaling Spike. Get an Impaling Spike in their reflex save. It gets a 35. Cold Iron, 32, half to 16. Because it's weak to Cold Iron, though, that's going to deal it an additional 10 points of damage.
4: Good.
1: Is it flat-footed or pinned, or is that if it gets a failure? That is a failure. Then that's going to take us over to the wizard. It's your turn.
2: Uh, the wizard will drop a sudden bolt on him. A uh, third level. It gets a 39 to save. Yep, yeah, that will save. Uh, I rolled 33 damage, so he takes half of it. 16 damage. Third action, I will spark up my pipe in the darkness. <laughs> Does your... Letting the pipe overcome the
1: darkness level for... No. Eh, never mind.
0: You have to have an equal level or higher. It can
3: now see you.
2: (laughs) It just sees like a little like the glowing ember from my pipe.
1: That's going to take us over to Moonlight. It's your turn.
3: Well, we're going to start with a Timidation. And since we're in the dark, Moonlight's actually going to say this out loud. You're in our fun house now.
4: Oh
3: shit! <laughs> and get a 31 intimidation.
4: That
1: is a success.
3: <laughs> and since my fifth and sixth level spells are gone, we're just gonna keep. We're gonna go a fourth level Phantasmal Killer.
1: Ooh, it gets a 32 on the will safe.
3: Well, that'll succeed. Technically, it gets a 31, but that would have succeeded anyways, because it was only Frightened One. So it will take 12 mental damage. And that is my turn,
1: Pete five It's your turn.
3: Well, let's see if we can put him out of their frightened
0: misery with a thirty-five hits. Okay,
1: that hits
0: thirty-eight damage.
1: That is a good hit.
0: Still alive, though. We'll take a second attack. Gonna miss with a twenty-eight, and yeah, just swing for the
1: trees. Swinging, swinging. The oh, 29, going to miss. It sucks when you roll so well on the third roll compared to the first two. That's going to take it over to the Gimmer Lane. This little asshole is just ravenous. Even though he's bloodied, he's bleeding, He's like he might have broken ribs. He's blind. He's frightened. Blind, he's terrified. He's just going to keep going at Peach Pie. 36 to hit. That will hit. If it hits... It rolls an 8 on the mischance and isn't able to overcome. That darkness was a great idea,
3: Swanee. I mean, it was, we'll throw a pun out there, shot in the dark.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Seriously, yeah, and here comes another claw with a 33 that hits, rolls a 6 on the mischance. Four attacks it now has not hit me because of that. Let's make it a fifth. Nope, uh, 24 wouldn't hit out out of the gate anyways. Wow.
0: I keep looking at my HP sitting there at 92, and I'm like, that hasn't gone down for a couple rounds. Jeb, that takes us over to you. Turtle's getting fucking really
5: frustrated. <laughs> you can do it, Turtle. She'll keep going.
3: Oh, my God. No, no, no it can't.
5: No! She'll continue with a second strike. This thing's just too small, I think. And then no she way. actually
3: like, gets a
0: decent roll. With the fucking okay. No way. Way. Jesus Christ.
5: Oh, <sighs> <man>. <sighs> Jeff's just like, guys, kill the thing. And I heal him again for 49. Nice. And quit screwing around in the dark and just kill it already? <laughs> <laughs> Wizard, it's your turn. The fence, my only weakness. <laughs>
2: three action level one magic missile. It's going to do damage. Just pop, pop, pop. It's all, uh,
1: <laughs> 10 damage there it is which is exactly how many hit points it had left nice the level 1 magic missile hey sometimes it works right kind of like a level 2 darkness just <laughs> Whew, man that's, uh, that fight was quite a bit different than the last time you guys fought the Uh, they're just 235 hit points man they're bags of health but only two of them, which wasn't going to... You know, the problem was is that they decided to go after Peach Pie. Because they're, they're hungry, ravenous creatures. They weren't going to... Even though the trap went off on Moonlight, and they really liked that. They're not going to be able to eat Moonlight. So they went to the biggest hunk of meat that I could, they could find. And it was Peach Pie. And flanking didn't do anything. So that was 2d6 of damage that they were missing out on every time they hit you.
3: Yay! And Moonlight would have been screwed if they went after him. <laughs> after them. Can we heal? <laughs> I mean, I've, we've wow, been doing like, that. We didn't heal before this combat at all. Like, no, we did not heal bef- between those fights. And there might be still another fight in the second level, I think. We should, we should heal up.
2: Things are happening, and I, I wouldn't mind swapping around some spells too. Yes, let us take some much needed time to rest up.
4: Kicking in the i at Fortune Tall, even in the score at Fortune Tall. The fun never stops, you love to say, but you fucked with Jeff, and now you gotta pay. Say it one more time, I swear to Grodus. The fun fucking ends at Fortune Tall.
0: Indeed, the fun never ends at Fortunes Hall. What monsters are we going to encounter next time? Find out as we continue the Extinction Curse. And until then, may you have many great adventures of your own. It's your
5: turn.